Welcome, Digital Difference Makers. Today with me, I have Dimitri Ross, a business and personal success coach out of Australia. Welcome, Dimitri. Hey, so good to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Now, thanks for coming on, man. And do you want to just give everyone who doesn't know you yet a little bit of an intro into who you are and what you do? Yeah, of course, man. So I'm based here on the Gold Coast. And, and what I do is my job really is to help people step into their, their power and really access their full potential. So I spent the, the last few years business coaching. And on this journey, I really realized that, you know, so many people invest in, in the tactics and strategies and the information, but there's so few people who actually take that that which they learn and actually succeed in their business. And from my own experience, particularly, and, and clients I've served as well, the strategies are important, don't get me wrong. But for me, the biggest part is who you are and how you show up in the world determines your outcome. Because there's no point having a, a business strategy or a business vehicle that's, you know, let's say an F1 car, Formula One car, and you're a, a Formula Two or Three driver. So I'm a big believer in helping people really become the, the man or woman they need to be so they can access their full potential and then thrive in their business. Yeah. And when you went, did that transition from business coaching to still helping them with their business, but focusing on the person more. So what triggered that? Like what made you go, was it, yeah, what triggered that? I'll leave that over to you before suggesting. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, great question, man. So as, as I, I think you might, you might know, but um, I started off in the marketing agency space in, in 2018. Did that for a year and a, and a bit, had great success, but I was missing a sense of fulfillment. And I had, you know, the success, but I just wasn't necessarily super buzzed on what was happening in life. Uh, even though I was working for myself and that kind of thing. And then I did a lot of work and I realized my, my purpose was really teaching, inspiring and guiding others. And I get to do that with coaching. So then I, I took, you know, the funnels and the strategies and everything I knew and I applied it to, you know, business coaching. But the biggest thing I realized is you can teach someone how to sell like I did and I do. And you can teach someone, you know, you can give someone a copy and paste the perfect funnel that has made someone nine figures. But that's just surface level. So for me, there was a point in, in this journey where I really believe that there's so much stuff that makes up a person's success that isn't just the strategies. Like I'll give you an example. One of my clients, right, he was in a toxic relationship. Now, you know, I always say people have personal problems that impact their business and what happens. You know, I had a client in a toxic relationship. He was juggling three side hustles, copywriting, which was his passion. He wanted to grow his copywriting business. He had a toxic relationship. He was juggling uh, phone closing and he was juggling... Uh, a school teaching job income because he didn't believe he could get his copywriting business off the ground and he couldn't thrive with it as just one income source. So what I'm saying 
is that for me, man, like the biggest thing I've seen, I just got frustrated in the end because people come to you and they're so obsessed with the latest tactic and strategy. And I think it's something that's oversold in the industry by business coaches that we need to start putting more emphasis on, on the, the person's development and the spiritual development of that person. Yeah. I mean, I, I've certainly... business coach. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that a lot. Cause I mean, you know, there's only so much that, you know, I'm more on the tactics and strategy side and we often come across clients that, there's just a mindset thing there. There's something around whatever's going on in their personal life or up here is impacting their way to actually implement that or give that strategy or tactic their whole, you know, like I, I could say, go and do 30 videos, you know, and post them all, like do 30 videos a day kind of thing. And if you show up to every single one of those videos and it's like the most boring video ever because each video is just like this person that looks defeated behind the eyes kind of thing because all these other things going on in their life. Like it's not going to have a, you could put out, yeah, 900 pieces of content for the month on TikTok, which, you know, should, you, you kind of can't not succeed by doing that. But if you're, if there's nothing behind it and you look like dead behind the eyes or you're getting onto sales calls and like there's no confidence behind what you're doing. I mean, like how much of people's personal lives impact their confidence, which stops them from actually being able to act on stuff. Yeah. Joe, I completely agree with everything you just said. I feel like what I'm about to say is like, have you ever seen those TV ads? It's like compare the person. It's like the industry leading super fun ads back in the day. It's like yeah. same person, 55 and 55. <laughs> choices they made with their life. Like yeah, I feel yeah. like I'm about to preach something like that. I hope I can swear on this podcast. Otherwise, I have yeah, to you can it. go for it. Um, <laughs> but man, like here's the thing, like you and what you do is bloody incredible. Like everyone needs to hire you when it comes to the, the learning and, and implementing the, the camera and the showing up on camera and, you know, that content marketing strategy. But what I will say around that too is you can have two different people who buy from you or work with you or learn from you or anyone, whatever it is. And they can both be the same expert. You know, let's say they're both, you know, finance coaches. They can be the same age. They can um, have everything equal. But the only difference is one is coming from a history of insecurity, shame, where they've been bullied in their entire upbringing and they've got so much trauma and they've got so much issue around their self-worth. And they're coming from a place of needing to prove themselves to the world, needing to maybe even make money, needing to sign a client. And then you've got someone else who is coming from the place of they've had a childhood and upbringing of like love and they've seen how a perfect family should be growing up and how what success should look like. And they've got a great work-life balance where they're filling up their cup and they're exercising, they're moving their body regularly. The other person's completely ne neglecting it. You've got two different outcomes. The first person is going to show up energetically and deep down, it's going to be from a place of need 
and the other person is going to show up in a really magnetic way where people naturally feel pulled to that person. They they become addicted to consuming the content. Whereas the other person, there's like something in the back of your mind. It's like, ah, something's off about this person. Mm. I, I know you mean, I mean, like we had, I've sort of learned now over time as well to particularly with sales calls. We all, we all know, don't, you know, the, the purpose of the sales call, you know, interview, really try and figure out if you can help that person look when you can, when you're not meant to help those people. And, you know, in the past for me, when I was first starting out, a lot of whether I could help that person was where they're at in their business. And now it's like, there is a sense of going into them what's going on for them in their business, how they talk about certain things. There's some people I purely don't pitch. I mean, we were, I was on a sales call with a guy not that long ago and sounded super jaded about the people that he was trying to help because for a long time he had, he'd been burnt by some clients, like the few clients that he had worked with and he hadn't, worked with so many other people for so long like he's what he was selling you know uh, it was uh emotional regulation so it was a it was a difficult thing for him to sell and he still needed to work on the messaging a little bit so everyone that was getting on the calls was kind of like and eh, i'll think about it like they, they couldn't quite see the roi so for him his interpretation of that had become very jaded of like, you know, oh, people don't want help, man. People are like this and everything like that. So I was like, for me, I can teach you all the tactics in the world, but you don't even, you, there's an issue there around how you view the people that you're trying to help. And that's not what I want to help with. So I mean, like in, in this way, it's like they need to go to yourself and, and, and fix that. Because I'm sure, like you're saying, that probably relates to some other thing in their childhood of like why that's showing up, right? You're laughing, so I'm guessing that's um. It could <laughs> I'm be on the so right. much stuff, man. Like 100. <laughs> that's the, well, I mean, obviously you've got to look at the strategy side of things. Like, let's face it, you can, you can, you can be the best. I think we're using the example of a mindset coach here for this guy. Um, You know, you can be the best mindset coach in the world, but unless you know how to articulate what you do and how you can help someone in the marketplace, then you've got fuck all chance of of making a living for yourself and providing. Um, So that's where the strategy is so important. Like you need to know how to, how to, as a, as Hormozy would say, create an offer so good that they'd be stupid not to, not to buy um you know you need you need the the mechanisms of a power guarantee you need the mechanisms of a risk reversal you need to be able to articulately sell the the benefits and not the features like you need all that um you know ways to include scarcity too you know oh you can come and work with me whenever you need for this price or is there a fast action incentive they buy now or you're going to use some kind of scarcity of like there's you know one spot left in this cohort like whatever it is you still need the strategy would you agree 100 that was exactly that was exactly what he would have needed if the mindset was right 
because mm. you know exactly what's you know because I, I could have he could have come in we could have done all of that work looked at his offer looked at the messaging but behind it to go out and promote it and again we could look at the tactics behind it talking to people actually getting on the calls those things be missing because deep down there's like this thing of I've been burnt so many other times by these types of clients or I, I hate the feeling of rejection on all the sales calls they get on. So why would I want to get on sales calls? Why would I want people to become clients when that's the mm-hmm. feeling that I've got? So it's like, you know, exactly like you're saying, needs are strategies, but there's this other side to it that I know this is why, you know, people need to come to you. And, and fix that first. Yeah, absolutely. And this is the polarity. So you've got the office stuff sorted. You've addressed that, okay? But then you, you look at the contrary, okay? What's going on internally, right, for that person? Is it um, they have shit around money? They were they modeled their parents' upbringing. Um, maybe they were never taught about money. Maybe money was always, you know, the stereotypical e- money's evil, you know? Um maybe their, their parents didn't feel worthy about money growing up and they modeled that. So there, there's so much stuff from the childhood that, that could happen or maybe they've had sales calls before and someone called them greedy or, you know, overpriced services. Like, you know, there's, there's stuff like that. But what I will say is like as the polarity for you is, you know, when I did 458K in my first year as a coach, right, business coaching and also helping clients with the, the mindset too, like for me, man, I wasn't the best copywriter in the world and I'm still not, okay? Like I wasn't the, the best at Facebook ads and I'm still not. And I didn't have a, a Facebook group funnel like, you know, everyone's teaching now. And for me, I just really kept it simple. All I did, just keep my marketing and sales strategy simple. But it was how I was showing up. I was showing up with so much conviction that I could help someone and that I had the best offer in the marketplace. And that if they work with someone else, they're going to get screwed over because other people don't have the ability to transform this person's life like I do. So I, I almost stacked my own certainty and I almost like did an inventory of awesomeness about myself. And this is something that could be really helpful for everyone listening to this is not enough people acknowledge themselves. Not enough people love themselves, man, for how capable they are. Just had one of my clients make his biggest ever cash month this month. And this is double what he's ever made before. The version of him, I went through on a session with him last week, I went through a reflection, you know, six different versions of him. One from a year ago, one from a year and a half ago, one from, from five years ago. You get the point. And I got him to go back and experience life as that person. All of those versions would wish that they were the version of him right now. But he was chasing, I need more. I want more. Give me more success, more money, more clients. And he was feeling a bit stressed and anxious, like he was stuck in that hustle grind. 
and I got him to go back to each of those past people. And he got to see how much those versions of him wanted to be who he was now. And he could actually stop, slow down, reflect and have gratitude and love for where he is right now and be grateful. So what I'm trying to say, I know we're going off topic now, but everyone's trying to chase the rabbit of success of money, but not enough people are, are making sure they're kind of like what we talked about at the start, showing up as the F1 driver so you can use the tactics and strategies, which is the F1 vehicle. Yeah, I, mean, I this, will, this will be an interesting question. Uh, and I'm sure you've got a really good answer for it around, because I think when some people hear that, and, and I used to hear that kind of thing, um, maybe a year and a half, two years ago. And my interpretation of that was, I found it hard to go, how can I stay motivated and go for goals if I'm happy where I am now? So what would your answer be to someone that's thinking like that of how can you be happy with where you are now, but still stay driven and motivated to go for something that you're striving for? So from what place are they happy where they are now? Is it income wise? Is it the, where their business is? Yeah, wise? Let, let, let's say let's say income in the business. Like it's like I, I want my business to make you know seven figures, but I'm at six figures now. You know, how do I not how do I motivate myself to do that without um without being not happy with where I am? I mean, you should never have to motivate yourself. That is the first issue. Like, Yeah, perfect. You should wake up inspired. And I use the word should here. Like, I don't get out of bed and, and go, I need to motivate myself so I can do the work. Now, that's not saying I jumped out of bed and I'm rah, rah, let's effing go because I'm not. Like, I take time to wake up in the morning. I'm, it takes me like two hours to fully be primed and on. So... I'm not selling the pipe dream here, but if you have to like convince yourself or motivate yourself to sit down and do the work, game over, game over. You may as well get a job. <laughs> like if you truly want more and you're happy where you are, great, great. First of all, like when I, when I did 458K in my first year, and I did just over a million at this point. And I had a team of five. There were some days where I was anxious and miserable as fuck because I was chasing the rabbit of success. More money. I did $127,000 cash month. Cool. Now we're going to do uh, 200, you know, whatever. Like I was always chasing whilst I was neglecting my health severely taking four shots of coffee a day while my my beautiful partner i was neglecting her while i wasn't showing up for my son i'm getting emotional now man like i was chasing i wasn't happy inside but i had the external success in the business man the cash was rolling in the impact was happening but deep down i was fucking miserable man so when i'm because i had so much inner shit in a baggage that was unresolved and it wasn't until i healed all that that i could have both the external success whilst maintaining inner fulfillment inner joy inner happiness and love so that's the first thing 
cool. If you're happy where you are income-wise right now, six figures and you want to go to seven, you're happy where you are revenue-wise or cash-wise, great. But are you happy internally? Okay. You don't want to grow your business until you have both of those boxes ticked. Then if you've got those boxes ticked and you want to go to seven figures, well, are you just saying that because that's what you should do? Like gurus and entrepreneurs are preaching or conditioning you to believe you want when you don't actually want that. Like, have you actually taken the time to calculate what your dream lifestyle looks like? You know, getting 240K a year, but your dream lifestyle, all you need is 540K a year. And you can have the Lambo, you can have the beach house, you can have the travels, whatever, the three kids, whatever. Well, that's what you're chasing. That's what you should go after because that's an aligned goal with you. Now, if you're someone like me, who at this stage wants seven, eight, nine figures, and you have those dreams, cool. Okay, so what's the what's the legacy here? What's the legacy you're creating every single day to live? Because every single person who interacts you is experiencing you. You're making them perceive and feel a certain way about you. And they'll say, you know, Demetri Ross is, and then they'll describe what you're like. That's your legacy, how you make people feel. So what's your legacy you're living every single day? And what's the legacy you also want to leave behind? What's your vision for your business or your impact? Why do you want to build it to seven figures? Is it so you can sell it? Is it so you can expand to multiple other businesses and dominate the marketplace? Like what's that long-term vision and mission and principles and legacy that you want? And that's what I help my clients with. But I, I believe if you want to just go for seven figures, cool, you'll never, never achieve it unless you know the deep-rooted why, which is kind of like the stuff I've just explained. And you've got to have your timeline too, man. You've got to know by when, all that kind of stuff. What are your thoughts on this, man? Any, any, you want to add anything? Yeah, I mean, like, I, it, it's cool. I, what I sort of heard there, and I suppose, and my take on it as well would be that, you know, once you have, once you have that why, once you know what, like, the reason why you're trying to get a goal and if there is a reason behind it, to get that, it becomes about, you know, who do I need to, who is that person that gets that? So how can I become that person now and be happy with that? And then it starts to become, and, and this is what I interpreted from yours, what you were saying was you start operating a lot more from a place of flow. I know a lot of people use that word and it can seem a little bit woo-woo, but like it just happens you get up inspired, you just do the things as opposed to force where you're trying to get up and go, I have to do these things. And it's like, you're in your own head telling yourself off, you know, if you don't do these things, then there's something wrong with you. Or if you don't have this thing, then there's something wrong with you. You know, it's like the, it's, uh, it's fuel. Like for a lot of people, it's probably the fuel that they're very used to from 
their upbringing and it's not until they can like change to a different type of fuel that they realize you know, how much faster they can go like that that's that's kind of like i suppose the analogies that i would use to to see it like that and i think that it comes from really getting to know like yeah what 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 do i look want the next 10 years to look like like what why do i want it to look like that and who do i need to become to have all those things and you can still be you know and that's why you can still be happy with what you've got now if there's like a timeline for as you're going to achieve things and everything like that and i but I, I wanted to ask you that because I, I remember myself going through that, like really struggling to get like, see the power of the mindset and personal growth side um, and stay, you know, I, I say stay motivated because that was where I was at in that whole, like force myself to get these things done. And if I don't, you know, feel guilty all the time, you know, but I, and I suppose that's what, you know, when people come to you, are they typically what kind of what kind of fuel is usually going on for them? Like what kind are they typically in a place of like guilt or lack or what do you typically come across when people first start with you? I just want to quickly go back as well, man. Like the motivation yeah. stuff. Like for me, as I said, like you should never have to motivate yourself. For me, like there's two tanks. Your, your inspiration tank overflows to your motivation tank and it fills up your motivation tank, right? Like if you, this is funny, I just made this up on the spot, but it's, it's like a it's real a analogy. true analogy. Like, like, like your inspiration comes from like the why and everything we've talked about so far, mission, vision, principles, legacy, that kind of thing. Motivation is going to always dwindle, man. Like, you know, you're going to wake up one day and you're going to not want to do anything. And that's okay. Don't guilt trip to, to go, you need to do shit today because you got to listen to your body. So what I'm trying to say is the inspiration tank should always be full. You're doing things aligned with you. You're only doing things that light you up and inspire you and you eliminate everything from your life that drains you or zaps your energy. Okay. Motivation is going to always dwindle up and down. So I hopefully that perspective shift gives everyone a realization that they're going to have days, maybe consecutive days where they need a break and don't want to do anything. And that's okay, man. I really like the analogy of the filling up the cups because it does overflow. Like I've, I've used a similar kind of analogy around money before with people's businesses where you know i you've probably come across a lot as well the amount of coaches and stuff that are really uh selfless in what they want to do and helping everybody else and they're overworked like they're doing you know too much for and <laughs> this can be interpreted badly but too much for clients that they're trying to like become the hero and make and the client ends up becoming dependent on them and they're so overworked they can't grow the business or they're you know people pleasing and they're doing a lot of other things for other people because that's the kind of person that they are and the business gets to this stage of desperation because it's not growing you know and I, i've always said like you know I, 
because people sort of say, why does everyone talk about like $10,000 months and that sort of thing? I go, well, it's not always 10,000. Some people it's five, some people it's 15, depends on family and all that sort of thing. But I think typically, you know, whatever that baseline is for a business, like if you can get, get that, everything after that starts to become, okay, my life is now covered. Like, see, I disagree. Like, your basics are covered, man. But are you here to be average or are you here to thrive? Like, sure, 10 grand a month will pay your bills and keep a roof over your well, head. Okay, I'll, I'll, let me let me finish it off and then I think it'll 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 make sense because it's like it stops you still want more, and it's like, yeah, I've got these other goals, but now you're not making decisions out of scarcity. Like, it's not like oh, I'm gonna break bring on that client. I'm going to do this discount so that I can get that extra cash. Like you're making decisions from a sense of like activity. of power and abundance, you know? And, and of course, like, again, mate, if you want hundred K go for that. But like, if you're not, if you're at, if you're at two K a month and you're trying to act like a seven figure business, there's going to be issues. You know what I mean? So like that, that's, that's always the example I've used of like, get your cup up so that you can overflow that into other stuff, you know, and start operating from less scarcity. But you know, that's not my area. So I mean, we'll, yeah, coming back to that scarcity side, what, what do you see people when they come to you? How do they typically, where is their mindset at around scarcity, abundance, you know, in their business? Where are they at? Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm going to do what I did before. Just before I answer that. <laughs> <laughs> you got to remember, like, you're the F1 driver, okay? Are you an F1 driver with an F1 vehicle? You're an F3 driver with an F1 vehicle. Like, and what I mean by that is, like, your energy and how you show up and whether your word is your bond, whether you're following through on the things you say you're going to do, whether you've stopped that self-betrayal within yourself or you have a really good relationship with yourself, how you treat yourself influences your sales calls. It influences how you show up for your clients. It influences your family because you're an energetic being, you're a spiritual being in a physical body. We are all energy. Like if you're coming from a place of doubt, insecure, hate my life, I'm burnt out, I feel miserable, I'm angry, I'm sad, everyone else is going to feel that. So fill your cup up first, fill your tank up first, full of all the things that are good for you and everyone else will, will be better off as a consequence. Now, the second part, um, who, who comes to me specifically, man, it's always people wanting more, you know, I want more money. I want more business. That's never going to change. You know, the old adage, you sell, you give them a carrot, you know, you, um, you, you, you give them what they want and you give them what they need. It's the same yeah. thing, man. Yeah. Like people come to me because they want more money. They want to hit their lifestyle goals. You know, that is typically everyone who comes to me. I want to grow my coaching business. Cool. Well, let's talk about that and the 99% that actually isn't what you think you need that will actually give you what you want. And that's where, that's where I come in. So predominantly it's just people wanting more now of course the other side today is people who are burnt out they have done well for themselves in their business but they're now miserable feel like they've enslaved themselves they're uninspired 
you know, maybe their relationship is going to shit. It's, it's those people too who I help. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's um, for anyone listening, I think that's a really important marketing thing. Like in, in terms of like how you're doing it, like there's a lot of mindset coaches and yeah, anyone selling something that's like a little bit done with you that's not as like commonly understood. Like a lot of the clients that come to us, you know, I'll, I'm the first to say to them like, and, and kind of expose the business coaching and marketers kind of thing. It's like, hey, it's way easier for me to articulate business growth, marketing leads. Like that's what you're going to get because you know you need that. Whereas for a lot of other people, like when, and a lot of business owners are still like fairly aware when they're burnt out and uninspired and stuff like that. But it's a, like you said, dang, dangling the carrot and kind of bring them in with what they want to give them what they need. You know, you've got the vehicle to get them there, but they they make the decision to come to you based on like, I know the ROI that I need from this is the business is going to grow, but I need to change the way I'm doing it. So like for a lot of, for anyone listening, I think that's a really interesting thing to look at in your business. If you might be selling something similar or it's intangible to look at how can I adjust how I'm promoting what they need is what they want. Like you've just done. But I want to pull you up there too, man. Like everything is tangible in my opinion. Like people think that mindset coaching or like life coaching or fitness coaching is like intangible, but you can, you can make tangible everything. You know, let's say you help someone find their confidence. Cool. When they sign up with you or when you're on the sales call, cool. On a scale of one to 10, like how confident are you right now uh, in yourself? You know, I'm a three out of 10 means, I'm a zero out of 10 means this, 10 out of 10 means you're full of life force and confidence. Oh, I'm a three. Cool. Why? Why would you give yourself that score now? Okay. Then they explain, you get all of the verbal diarrhea of what's going on that describes exactly where they are. Then you ask them, cool. So I take it you want to be a 10, right? Yeah, yeah. What would that look and feel like to you having achieved that? Then you kind of bridge the gap. So what I'm trying to say is you can make everything tangible. So it's not this fluffy, airy, fairy stuff that, you know, most people think it is, if that makes sense. Exactly. That, that's exactly what I'm saying there. So I'm glad you were able to articulate that because I think that a lot of people find it hard to bridge that gap. Like, you know, with the sales call and in, in some of their marketing because they haven't worked with enough clients yet to really see how that's showing up for the types of clients they want to work with to make that stuff tangible for them. I, I completely agree. Everything can be tangible like that. And with your business, man, now with the direction that you're taking it and the people that you get to help, what's the impact that you want to have in 15, 20 years through your business? Awesome. I love it. Great question. So the impact that I want to have, man, is I want to make everyone obviously reclaim their power and, and step into the true them, the version of them that can access their full potential. Now, in me doing that, what I will do is I'll help everyone who I impact feel significant and like their life is actually important and like it matters. 
Because at the end of the day, you know, I think we're at 50% divorce rate. You know, I grew up from a split family. My parents split when I was five. I grew up with never loving myself. I never loved myself until I had a breakthrough um, actually recently. And I healed that. You know, I was never taught about money or shown a different way of how you could take life into your own hands apart from working a job boss uh, for a boss or that kind of thing. I never got to model what a true relationship looked like, what a thriving family looked like, you know, never got to take family trips, all that kind of stuff. So for me, man, if I help people really a love themselves, but more importantly, do inspiring shit that lights them up and, and, you know, operate from a place of inspiration and, and go out there and achieve the things they want in their life where they're free from limiting beliefs and the trauma of their past. Ultimately, we're going to change the next generation of children, man. Children are going to grow up whole and complete, feeling unstoppable, feeling like they can change the world. And that's where we're going to have the, the innovations, you know, Elon Musk, for example, changing the world you know it's just one example but if i can help more people and more families by helping the individual the world's going to be a better place man there's going to be more love less hate if that makes sense it it, it completely does man and i think that's a massive i think it's a massive ripple effect i mean we had a relationship coach um and it was a little bit different in terms of how she wanted to do it but she also wanted to make it like one of the byproducts of the impact that she wanted to have was through making a dent in the divorce rate like it's funny how how much that ripple effect on its own has you know and I always find it interesting to ask this question that we get to ask on every single podcast that what's the impact you want to have because it reiterates for me every single time what power business owners really have, you know, through the work that you get to do. It's, it's so powerful with the people that you work with, but the ripple effect of someone that becomes more whole after working with you and gets to genuinely, like you said, become a better dad, a better mother, a better husband, better wife. And, on top of that gets to be better friend, better si like sibling or kid for their parents. Like it's a massive impact that has on all of the lives around them as well. And yeah, I love the work that you're doing, man. I'm really keen to see everything grow for you. And if anyone that's listening today wants to get in contact with you, how can they do that? Yeah, man, I'm, I'm really inspired to help people live the have it all lifestyle, you know, you can have it all, okay? Don't be the version of me that did 127K cash months and was burnt out and, and you know, had achieved everything materialistically, but was neglecting his health severely, neglecting his family, relying on stimulants, caffeine and stuff to, to keep me going. I don't want that for anyone, man, because ultimately you're going to end up where I did, burnt out and your business is going to go backwards. That's what happened with me. I had to rebirth myself again and, and go again. 
my job and, and, and what I want to do is help people live the habit or lifestyle where you're empowered with your health, your wealth, your business, your relationships, and your lifestyle. You're living your life by design where you are the creator of everything. And my mission is to, to help anyone who, who's listening to this and really resonates with, with the message is to really help you recode your mind, get rid of all the mental trash that's going on inside of you and really help you show up and operate from a place of unstoppable confidence and certainty within you where you've accessed your full potential. So you can thrive in every area, not just your business. Yes, we entrepreneurs want more, more business success, but that comes from, from feeling your best within you. So if you want my help, reach out to me on socials, I, on Instagram, on Facebook, you can reach out to me as Dimitri Ross and uh, send me a message and, and let me know that you listen to this episode and I'd love to connect. Thanks very much for coming on, man, and telling your story and your side of how you see business growth through people. I think it's really important. And like I said, very keen to see you grow, man. Thanks for coming on. Thank you, brother.